The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When everyone else is teaching you defense, Nicholas is teaching you to go on the offense. Welcome to the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. Prevention is the key, and no one shows you how better. It all starts right here. Now, here is your host, Nicholas St. John. All right, welcome everyone. I am your host, Nicholas St. John. Today, we're going to be covering the battle of the biotics. We've got antibiotics and we got probiotics, and so I'm going to be covering that today. I know it doesn't sound interesting, but trust me, you're going to learn a lot, and uh, it, it will be very interesting. But I'll start off with uh, what's in the news. Of course, uh, we just had the Super Bowl. I hope your team won. Uh, as far as Super Bowls go, I wouldn't say that was probably in my top ten list of uh, most exciting, but it had it certainly had its moments, and uh, if you enjoy the commercials uh, there were a few that were very entertaining. Uh, I'm not a real big halftime show, so I was kind of in and out uh, doing other things while the the halftime show was on. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, again, I hope your team won. As far as in the news, the other things that are happening today is the big uh, uh, New Hampshire primaries, and so that's been dominating the news, and tonight you'll probably not be able to listen to anything except for results. But uh as far as what's in the news for the medical community or for what we're concerned with about our health, uh, today one of the interesting things is uh, I've been covering Ebola now for really about two years. And uh, you would think that we, you know, they finally declared it over, and then of course there was this minor outbreak, and I think that person has now been released, and so they're kind of back in the all clear zone again out there in West Africa. But what made the news this week was that you probably remember the controversy of, uh, of uh, I think it was uh, Governor Christie, who said uh, he wanted to mandatory make it mandatory for people when they came back to to uh, to do a uh, uh, mandatory uh, quarantine, and of course that caused a huge uproar. And so in all of my writings, I've actually written protocols on what to do to strengthen your immune system before you go out as a healthcare provider and someone who, you know, doctors and nurses, you know, Ebola ended up killing some 280 doctors and nurses over in the hot zones over there in West Africa, which I think is, while it's, it's tragic to lose anyone, but for people who sacrifice and want to go over and help others and then die from the very thing they're over there trying to fight. So I wrote protocols on what to do before to strengthen your immune system, what to do while you're there, and what to do when you get back so you don't have to go through quarantine. Uh, but that anyway, that one of the things about – they've talked about quarantines coming back uh, still, and even in the last debate – uh, Governor Christie was asked, would you quarantine for Zika because he is the one who came out and it was all controversial for Ebola. And he said, of course I would. Now that's 
there's been all kinds of write-ups on the net saying how ridiculous that is. But, uh, I mean, it's certainly one of the things that the way that the pre-programmed idea of how we battle these diseases is thought of. And so I point that out to just so you see how ridiculous some of this stuff is. We're always playing catch-up rather than trying to get out ahead of it. We need to stop accepting as normal getting sick. Now, I hear friends all the time, oh, I was sick or I had this last week and uh, you know now I'm better, but I miss my kids' playoff or I miss our kids' school uh, play or something like that. And I, I, just, I just can't get over the fact that we're somehow feels like we're stuck in the 16th or 17th century. This is the 21st century, guys. You do not have to get sick from viral and bacterial infections if you just get your immune system strong enough. Now, I cannot say that often enough. The primary reason we get sick is because we have a weak immune system. All right, so and when it comes to protocols, when these guys came back from, from the uh, – Ebola hot zones, uh, I talked about getting your C-reactor protein reading when you came back because that's the indicator. It's kind of like the red light, the engine light on your dash on your car. If something goes wrong, it will tell you that you have uh, the – it will tell what the inflammation level is in your body. Now, it won't tell you what's wrong, just like the, the light on your dash isn't won't tell you what's wrong in your engine. It'll just notify you that you have something wrong. You need to pull over and start doing a diagnostic or analysis to see what that is. Uh, I also talked about when they came back that if they would implement like what Dr. Klenner did was to give someone a 10,000 milligram shot of vitamin C when they came back, odds are that they're, if they have it, they're in a weak enough or they're in that the virus is already still weak enough in their system that if you supercharge the immune system with a 10,000 milligram shot of vitamin C, odds are that you would probably never see it develop into something like we saw with the one doctor who was back for about three or four or five days. So anyway, there are protocols we can do to safeguard the public. Next is, of course, Zika. Boy, will this just not leave us alone. It's winter in in the states now there are places that it's shown up i guess there was a uh, someone has traveled to you know the tropics and that's where it's predominant and the interesting thing is the biggest thing that hit the news this week was that president obama obama who must just love to spend money on things that really don't make a difference asked congress for 1.8 billion that's with a b 1.8 billion dollars to combat the Zika virus. Guys, I'm telling you, that is just absolutely insane. First of all, the virus is is very uh, – it's just not a serious virus when it comes to most people getting it. Now, it is serious when it comes to pregnant women and what it can do to an unborn child in development. But for the rest of us, this thing is – I mean, it's – it will be less than a common cold, okay? It just is not a severe reaction. So you get it. You may be sick seven to ten days typically uh, like a common cold. But again, if you have a strong immune system, you're not going to even show symptoms. Eighty percent of the people who get it don't even show symptoms. Well, the question that nobody's asking is what is it those 80 percent have that the others 
don't have, what the, that the 20% has. Well, I'll tell you right now, the 20% that show up symptoms have a weak or weakened immune system. Now, whether it's suppressed because they're taking drugs because of uh, you know anything like Humira and a number of these others that suppress your immune system or they're on a suppressive uh, drug because of an organ transplant or, or a, you know, something, knee transplant, something like that, then it could open them up. But aside from that, and even that, we know that if you boost your system with the things I write about in the immunity crisis in America, the 10 things that you combine them, that you can strengthen your immune system even if you're taking suppressive, uh, immune suppressive drugs. Okay, so we talked about the quarantine. That's just not going to happen. First of all, if they have major outbreaks, there's just not enough places to put quarantine entire groups of people. Now, they're estimating that, and again, this is kind of the scare tactic, guys. Already numbers have come out. Three to four million people in the next 12 months are estimated to come down with Zika. Now, I'm going to be talking about this a little bit later in in really where this uh, these numbers come from, but it's the same mosquito that carries dengue fever. Last year, there was four cases of dengue fever. Okay, It's the same mosquito. If dengue fever, which runs rampant through a whole bunch of uh, the rest of the, the, you know, a lot of the third world countries and the tropics and all that stuff, and uh, even Mexico has a lot more cases of it than uh, the 48 states, or the lower, you know, the lower 48 states. Uh, now, out in Hawaii is a different story. It's very tropic, and they have that uh, Aedes mosquito and dengue fever uh, has cropped up over there. But again, for the lower 48, it's not a big deal. And so Zika comes from the exact same mosquito. So I don't know where they're coming from. These three to four million people unless it's just a it's just a scare tactic should we be prepared for it yes you should the best we'd be prepared for it is to have a strong immune system all right uh, we have uh, uh, one of the things they said about it on house calls is that how long the vaccine is away from being developed if we could run clip one that's about two to three years away. We have a vaccine that's about two to three years away. We have a vaccine that's about two to three years away. Okay, two to three years away. They're estimating, if they're, if it's true, the three to four million people that could get infected this year, and we're two to three years away, how many birth defects could that end up creating? That's, I mean, it, it's just, listen, let's quit playing catch up. And let's get out ahead of these things. That's why I wrote the book, The Immunity Crisis in America, to teach you how to get out ahead so you're, we're not playing catch. We're not having to find the next vaccine. We're not having to come up with a treatment or find a cure. Or It's just always catch up. And guys, this stuff is not going to end. It's always going to be something. Last year was Ebola. Already this year, it's Zika. You know, in 2003, it was SARS. So... It's just, it's going to be something. Let's get out ahead of this. I don't want you guys living afraid of anything. You can strengthen your immune system to levels now we never before even imagined. And so even though we, you can't get the nutrients from foods and vegetables, it's, 
you know, you don't have to live afraid. You can bolster your immune system. Uh, after the break, we're going to come back. I'm going to talk about uh, the whooping cough, and then we're going to get into antibiotics. So uh, if you'll just hang in there, well, we'll see you on the other side of the break. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter dot html or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the immunitycrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit immunitycrisis.info today. Relationship issues? Anxious? Parenting challenges? No more. Learn how to live your best life. Tune into Straight Talk with top psychotherapist, relationship, and anxiety expert, Sandra Reich. In this program, you'll learn how to transform your challenges into effective solutions, whether it's relationships, parenting, anxiety issues, or other life traps that you struggle with. Sandra will show you how to change them and how to live the life of your dreams. Listen every Thursday afternoon at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to nicholas.stjohn at gmail.com. That's N I C H O L A S dot S T J O N at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show. All right, and welcome back. Uh, you know, I, I actually had a couple more pieces uh, to the Zika virus that we're going to catch up on here real quick before I get into the whooping cough uh, scenario. But uh, we've got another clip from uh, Fox News Morning was talking about the Zika virus, and uh, I want you to hear what this doctor said about that and the treatments. Go ahead, clip two. Have that. Is there anything we can do if we show signs of this and we're well, confirmed to have the Zika virus? We, what we do is supportive care, supportive care, supportive care. The supportive care means we keep you hydrated with fluid. I mean, you'll do this at home. We probably wouldn't admit anybody to the hospital with these signs and symptoms because they're very common. Okay, get that. He said the treatment is supportive care. 
Now, I was reading Alan Blocks in one place when I talked about the Ebola virus. And, guys, across the board, categorically, that is the number one thing that they say, here's how we treat these viral infections. Supportive care. Now, what does that mean? <clears throat> it means that they make you comfortable. And like H1N1, like Alan Smith, who had it and ended up in a coma, they made him comfortable until he went into a coma. They put him on a ventilator. They gave him an IV for fluids. And then the family stood around waiting for the doctor to tell them to eventually unplug him and let him die. So here's what they do for viral infections, whether it's Ebola or H1N1 or even Zika. Now, Zika is a little different because it, it doesn't have a high mortality rate. I mean, it's really – it's an inconvenient disease like measles and a few of these others that were in rubella and mumps and those kind of things that the mortality rates are extremely low. But if you get it, it's supportive care. They want you to make, you know, drink plenty of fluids, get plenty of rest. That's it. Now, I don't get that, especially when you know you could do increase your levels of vitamin C intake and probably cut the thing down from seven to ten days to one or two. And if you have a strong enough immune system, 80% of the people won't even have symptoms. So just doing supportive care, and those are the authorities telling us this. So don't buy into this, guys. We can do something. We can take our health care back and do something. We can be proactive with staying healthy. Uh, then there's another, there's another clip. I love Dr. Oz. He's got a great show, great success. He has a lot of really great insight. Uh, listen to what he has to say about the treatment and the vaccine. So if we can play clip three. The Pan American Health Organization estimates 3 to 4 million Americans could be infected with Zika virus in the next 12 months with no treatment or vaccine in sight. No treatment or vaccine in sight. 3 to 4 million Americans over the next 12 months with no treatment and no vaccine. And like I said, the President of the United States just went to Congress and said, I'd like to designate 1.8 billion dollars for a disease that has a low mortality rate and we could treat with about four to five thousand milligrams of vitamin C. Unbelievable. All right. The other thing was that uh, we, you know, the, there's pro-vaxxers and there's anti-vaxxers. Well, one of the big things is whooping cough. And so you've probably seen some ads on TV where grandma, you know, they've got the, the parents are bringing their baby to, to see grandma. And grandma has this cough. Now, it didn't sound like a whooping cough cough, so it could be anything. But if she coughs, they're going, maybe you've got whooping cough. So they're telling grandma to that she needs to get a vaccine. So, uh, but they illustrate this in a very strange way. As she coughs, her her head turns into that of a wolf. For crying out loud, it's whooping cough. All right. So if we can play clip four, I want you to hear this about whooping cough and the vaccine. A booster vaccine teenagers get to protect against the whooping cough loses its effectiveness after a year. That's according to researchers who looked at 1,200 cases of the whooping cough. They found the Tdap vaccine provided little protection two to three years after vaccination. 
So they're constantly pushing these boosters. Get the next booster. By the way, by the time you're in your teens, you will have gotten three or four booster shots, and now they're coming out saying it's not even effective after a year. That's crazy, Getting continuing to suppress your immune system because the adjuvant that's in these vaccines suppresses your immune system. So, again, start taking control of this. We do not have to do everything they say. Now, babies, uh, small babies, and there was a, a, a documentary on Hubenkopf, and it's brutal to watch uh, a, a little baby two months, three months old that gets into these coughing fits and there's and they just you know the nurses sit around there's nothing they can do dr Klenner treated this and you can treat babies little babies 250 milligrams of vitamin c uh, 500 milligrams of vitamin c the body will use what it needs and then it will just get rid of the rest it's water soluble you you really can't even od on it the only place that there's a danger is if you have a kidney disease and that's the only time they found there's been any issues with vitamin c taking vitamin c levels so you can treat a really small baby with vitamin c dr Klenner even took newborns as just really a day old and started giving them as little as 50 milligrams a day Keep in mind the RDA for an adult, adult male is 90, adult female is 75. He was giving a one-day-old baby 50 milligrams of this with no adverse reaction. Actually, it strengthened their immune system and helped them actually be healthier. So uh, the last one we have here is there's a new clip out uh, from uh, Who Knew? is an interesting play on words, and it's talking about pneumococcal pneumonia, and it's uh, one of my favorite actors, uh, Tim Daly, and he's do doing this PSA spot, so if you can roll that, clip five. Actually, I started thinking a little differently about my health when I turned 50. Did you know our immune system weakens as we age, increasing our risk of diseases like pneumococcal pneumonia? Okay, did you get that? He stated this like this is a fact, that... When, you, when he reached age 50, he started thinking about this, like he's already accepted that as you age, your immune system gets weaker. Who do they tell you – who do they say should go out and get the, uh, the influenza or the flu shots? The very young and those over 50. Why? Because they have accepted as normal – a weakened immune system, which leads us into the probiotics and the antibiotics thing. So let's get into that. Again, it's not – it does not have to be normal. While it may be normal because we've overlooked it, I'm telling you, you can change all that. You can be in your 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s with a strong immune system living a healthy, vibrant life. Um, Dr. Klenner, Dr. Uh, Linus Pauling uh, – uh, Dr. Uh, Abram Hoffer, those guys were you know, in their 70s and 80s and even 90s uh, living a vibrant life uh, because they knew how to strengthen their immune system with nutritional supplements and lifestyle. So in antibiotics, these things were uh, kind of accidentally discovered. Uh, penicillin was actually discovered clear back in 1928. Now, keep in mind, 1927 was the year that um, Dr. 
Albert Svent Georgi, a Hungarian scientist, discovered ascorbic acid, or what we call now vitamin C. So about the same time these two discoveries happened, the 1928 discovery of penicillin, since then they've come up with 17 versions of a breakdown for this. Okay, so they just keep modifying where they come with different versions. Uh, what what this did was everyone goes when I take it, what does it do? Well, pe- like all the penicillin and and these psyllins, amoxicillin, those types, uh, they actually when a, uh, a bacteria comes in contact with it, it actually breaks down the cell membrane or the cell wall that encapsulates a bacteria. And if you do that, it ruptures, and of course, the bacteria dies because it's a living organism. Then you have these things that are called um, mycins, and it can be all kinds of different ones. I'm not going to go through them, but these things interfere with the enzymes. In other words, the the very life cycle, the life things that keep a, a bacteria alive it interferes with them, and so it essentially kills them off. And then there's a third type that is a that interferes with protein synthesis. Now, this is high scientific chemical reactions, biological, biochemical stuff. And while I applaud the science of being able to figure this out, it's just amazing how difficult they're making this when the body is already designed to fight this stuff off on its own if you'll just give it enough ammunition. You don't have to get sick, so don't accept that as being normal. All right. This third one uh, actually keeps the the uh, bacteria from replicating or multiplying or dividing because what they do is cell divides, and so these bacteria can't do that uh, anymore. Anyway, the greatest side effect is a disruption of the uh, species uh, composition of intestinal flora. What that means is you take antibiotics and it actually kills off a lot of the good bacteria in your gut. Now, that may not sound like a big deal, but keep in mind, as you age, like you said, when I reached 50, my immune system is getting weaker. Well, why is he getting weaker? Because over the years, he's not been replacing the good flora, the good bacteria that's in your uh, digestive system. And so he's just continued to get his – because his uh, 70 to 80% of our immune system is in our gut. It's in our intestines. If you can't absorb good nutrients, you can take all the supplements all day long. So you have to, you have to replace that, and antibiotics destroy a bunch of it. So if you're taking antibiotics – Go get some probiotics and be talking about the ones that are the best uh, from the stuff. And so we'll just, you know, you've got to replace this if you're on antibiotics because it just, it does, it wreaks so much havoc on the good bacteria in your system. So uh, after the break, we're going to come back. I'm going to be talking about superbugs. We've all heard about MRSA, but you're not going to, you're not going to believe how many of these things there are. So we will see you on the other side of the break. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelley's Show & Tell with host Shelley Hancock. 
we'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter dot html or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the immunitycrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit immunitycrisis.info today. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to nicholas.stjohn at gmail.com. That's n-i-c-h-o-l-a-s dot s-t-j-o-n at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show. All right, and welcome back. Uh, one of the things we were talking about was antibiotics, and we are hearing more and more about superbugs, antibiotic-resistant strains of bacteria. Now, there's a bunch of reasons for it. I'm not going to get into that in this show, but <clears throat> the biggest one we hear about is MRSA. Now, MRSA stands for Methicillin-Resistant Staphylococcus aureus. Now, I'm not sure what all those terms mean, but I do know what resistant means, and I do know that methicillin was a antibiotic that this uh, streptococcus bacteria became resistant to. So that's why that's it's MRSA, MRSA. Now, there's roughly – you get this typically. There are two strains. One's called the community strain. One's called the hospital strain. The hospital strain is apparently more potent. Uh, we care, a lot of us carry, they say one in a hundred people carries around the community strain in their, uh, in their nose, but it's not, uh, nearly as potent as the hospital strain. You get where the, what, where do you get the hospital strain? In the hospital, right? You go in for a simple surgery or you go in and next thing you know, you've got MRSA. Now this thing is a nasty little creature because it burrows into the skin is horrible sores and can be very painful plus if it gets into your bloodstream and becomes septic you can die from this roughly 90,000 people in the US end up getting MRSA a year of the 90,000 19,000 do not leave through their front door they leave through the morgue okay you went in for a simple procedure and you didn't make it, not because the procedure didn't work, but because you contracted a, bi- uh, a bacteria that was 
resistant to to antibiotics. So 19,000 a year roughly die from MRSA. So uh, the, now there's new ones. There's uh, uh, vancomycin, which is uh, another antibiotic, and so there's MRSA, and then there's Versa, and then there's the VRE, and then a PRSP for pneumonia one, and then the ESBLs, which is an E. coli uh, resistant strain, which we've heard about from the Chipotle. And uh, one of the big news items this year, this week, was that Chipotle reopened with new procedures to safeguard the, uh, the public's health, which I applaud them for that. Anyway, the list of uh, antibiotic resistant strains has grown to a list of 18, and they're expecting uh, more. Now, there are a number of treatments for for MRSA. Um, it's not antibiotics, obviously, but I did find a number of, of places that talked about hydrogen peroxide will clean those sores out, and then if you can treat them with uh, honey, there's a uh, Manuka honey that has some really good antibiotics bacterial properties, combine that with colloidal silver and uh, vitamin C. Increase of vitamin C will help those wounds heal very quickly and very efficiently. So there's, But you have to be aggressive. This isn't something you just let it, let it go and oh, we'll just try this, we'll try that. No, it has to be an aggressive treatment. If your doctor's not going to be aggressive, do what Dr. Saul says. Fire your doctor, go find someone who will. Or better yet, just treat it yourself uh, because guess what? It's our health, right? So you need to be uh, aggressive to it. Now, there's a. Uh, I'm not going to go through all the stuff, but antibiotics are in our agriculture. They they were using them to to accelerate the growth of animals, chickens, turkeys, pigs, um, cattle, all that stuff. And there's been a big push, and obviously there's places you can go get these meats that don't have. The antibiotics are used for growth acceleration. Now, they still use them for illness prevention, and they use it for treating illnesses. So we're, gonna, we're not going to get away from that, but that's, uh, that is where we get it. And it's also used in plants because plants can get bacteria. So that's a big uh, problem. Uh, I'm out on healthline.com, and one of the things that we talked about as we, we go into this, we shift from antibiotics, let's talk about the probiotics. And so as we do, and I talked about the antibiotics that destroy the good bacteria in your intestines, it's important to understand why you need to be on a good probiotic. And I don't care really almost what age, if you've had antibiotics, it's destroyed it. Now, there's a lot there, but you need to replace it. And so... Uh, I'm out here on Healthline.com, and interestingly enough, it was talking about one of the primary ones we hear about, acidophilus. Now, he, there's a there's a actually in writing on this site, it just blows me away. It says may it may be dangerous for people who have a da- have damaged intestines, which is probably tr- may be true. I don't even know, or a weakened immune system. Well, if you need acidophilus. You already have a weakened immune system, so it's just amazing the things that we hear, and sometimes they don't even register. Now, there's a company called Labdoor that uh, that did a has done a test on on 30 of these, and they rated them A to F. And so, real quick, I'm going to go through some of those. the The top one is what was what is called Renew Life Ultra Flora Critical Care. 
Now they have a number of those out, uh, but this is the the number one. For quality ranking, it was number one. For value ranking, which means it's expensive per capsule, it was ranked number 10 out of 30, but they gave it overall the top grade was an A. And uh, I love this stuff. I use it. I tried a, a number of others, but this seems to be uh, one of the best that's around. And it's Ultraflora Critical Care Probiotic. And the nice thing about this is it doesn't need to be refrigerated. So there are some that do. This one doesn't, and it's got 12 different probiotic strains. Some of them have one or two or three. All of the ones that these guys tested that are all on the top all had a minimum of eight. Some of them had 10, and only one or two of them had 12, and Ultra Flora had all 12 of them. And so they have – there's different levels. There's critical care, 50 billion, and in their tests, they tested to see if they said there was 50 billion – how many of these colony-forming units did they actually have? And they actually outperformed uh, what they said. So they said minimum 50 billion. In the batch that they tested, they actually had 83 billion. So you're, even though it's a little more expensive, you're actually getting about 66% more than the label claimed. And they said it's minimum. That was the minimum number of live bacteria per capsule. And you only need to take it one a day. I was taking others. I was taking two and three a day, but uh, they they outperform. So they were number one, Ultraflora. If you need more than that, keep in mind there's trillions of these things in your digestive system. So uh, you may need a lot depending on how bad you're, you know, you've damaged the bacteria there, but they have 50 is what I take. They have 100 and they even have 200 billion live bacteria per capsule. So they've got some stuff that's very, very, very good, and it's number one. Uh, some of the others are Now, which I really like that brand, and they have a tw- they have 10 uh, on it, and it's a, it's a 25 billion, so you may have to take a couple of those tablets, uh, capsules a day. Um, the next one that came in was Healthy Origins, and it has 30, and so it, it was rated very high. Uh, Dr. Mercola, who I just love. If you're not on Dr. Mercola's website and his uh, newsletter, let me – I cannot recommend someone high enough is Dr. Mercola. And so he has uh, he has a brand called Complete Biotics. It was number four in this and a grade of A, and the value is uh, fairly good on it as well. So those are the top four, and – and again, you just need to find out if you order these over the internet. There's one, one precaution, and that is that they'll ship them to you. These things do not do well in the heat. So if you're going to do this during the summer hot months, you don't want this thing getting delivered to your house at 10 a.m. in the morning. You come home at five, your bacteria is all going to be dead if it's 90 or 100 degrees out. And the same thing goes with it being too cold if you're going to live in a frigid. So you can get a lot of these, like uh, the Ultra Floor that I take. I think you can get them at uh, all the health food stores and uh, probably even some of the uh, general drug stores uh, like Walgreens and CVS. So you, there are, you know, they're readily available, so you don't have to order them uh, online. So. Uh, what I did want to do is uh, – well, back to the bio- probiotics. It's important. I can't stress this enough because 70 to 80% of our 
immune system starts in our intestines. And so if you're if you're not you know if you're not feeling good if you're not getting like you're feeling gosh I eat a lot of I eat well why am I not feeling better? Well, you need to start asking the question do do I not have the right bacteria in sufficient levels enough that it can digest the food and break it apart and get the nutrients out of it and get that into my body. And so you, if you're low on that which like this this uh, PSA from Tim Daly said over 50. Well, there's a reason it's over 50 because 50 years of continually degrading your immune system and degrading and losing the good bacteria in your intestines. No wonder they're telling you over 50 to get these vaccinations because you do have a weakened immune system, but you don't have to keep a weak immune system. There's something you can do about it. So find one that you like. Now, again, I told you what I like, but you need to find one that you like because some of them, you know, if you like this one and, and your your system takes it well, uh, there are some that apparently can upset people's stomachs. And so, again, it's kind of a hit and miss uh, thing, but overall, they're – uh, you know, they do what they say, especially if you go to Labdoor and look at their, their list. So uh, in that, uh, get, get on something and start strengthening your immune system because the gut is so critical to that. Uh, uh, we're going to go on break. Afterwards, after the break, I'm going to tell you about a special guest we're going to have next week, uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, one of the top uh, experts on vaccines. Now, uh, this is such a treat. So what you're going to do is you're going to make sure you tell everyone to be on this thing because she has so much knowledge and she's done it. I mean, she's a, an MD and so she knows about the practice. She understands this and she has done some terrific research out of one of the best libraries around. So we'll see you on the other side of the break. I'll talk more about that and more things about what you can do to strengthen your immune system. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Nicholas has a free newsletter that you'll look forward to receiving. This is not your typical fluff-filled newsletter. It's filled with hard-hitting TV and radio interviews, articles, and blog posts that most others are afraid to put into print from a well-balanced and unbiased perspective that you'll find overwhelmingly refreshing. By subscribing to the newsletter and taking action, you'll be joining the team as this grassroots effort to take back our healthcare system grows with calls to action that can have tremendous ramifications. Go to immunitycrisis.info forward slash newsletter dot html or text the word crisis to 82888 and sign up for the free newsletter. That way, you can stay up to date and make sure you know what dangers are lurking and learn how to protect yourself and your family from them. You can also get Nicholas St. John's latest books at the ImmunityCrisis.info website. Join the team. The future is now. Visit ImmunityCrisis.info today. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
This is the Health Cure Show with Nicholas St. John. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to nicholas.stjohn at gmail.com. That's N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S dot S-T-J-O-N at gmail.com. Now, back to the Health Cure Show. All right, and welcome back. In this last segment, as we wrap up, uh, really quickly just to go over what I covered to begin with, really it's a battle of the biotics. And we get, I mean, it's almost you can't hardly go to a doctor they don't prescribe antibiotics to you. I tell people in, in my book, The Immunity Crisis in America, I talk about this. Uh, if you Now, there's a place for them. It's just not every place. And we've gotten so used to this instantaneous thing. But if you have a viral infection, antibiotics are the last thing you need for that because it's, they're designed for bacteria. So if, someone, if, he, if a doctor prescribes uh, antibiotics to you, you need to ask them, do you know if I have – is this viral or is this bacterial? If he cannot definitively tell you that it's bacterial, you, you don't do, do not do these antibiotics. Uh, and again, if you have vitamin C is way more effective against viral, and you, what you don't want to do is have your immune system fighting both the antibiotics and the virus at the same time. So build up your immune system so that into your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and even 90s, you have plenty of uh, – your immune system is strong because your probiotic, the probiotics you're taking, the prebiotics that feed the probiotic bacteria is good and strong. And so you're, you have every, the foundation of getting the nutrients from your foods and the supplements that you take into it. Uh, my website is immunitycrisis.info. That's dot .info. On the bottom, you can cl- you can join the newsletter. You can click the newsletter. It'll pop, it'll screen pop up. Put in your name, uh, information, and email address, and that will put you on the list. I send out li- I send out things on uh, about articles that I'm writing, the blog posts. Uh, if I'm doing TV shows. All of that stuff is on there. You want to stay up to date, It'll, and uh, on there will you'll get uh, a little notification on how to get uh, Voice America app on your phone. So if you're you're traveling or driving home or whatever, it's a, not a good time to uh, tune in live. I mean, you can tune in live, and then you can also go back and listen to the show as it's archived. And so you can get it there on iTunes and on Google Play. So you can always go back. You may listen to one. Maybe you miss one of my um, first ones. You can go back and listen to them and say, wow, a friend of mine who has questions about vaccinations could go back and listen to maybe the anti-vax or the vaccination segment. Again, next week we're going to have Dr. Sherry Tempenny, and she is just brilliant. She has one of the best libraries uh, put together of all the stuff. Now, a lot of times we hear anecdotal or stories about vaccinations. Oh, my kid got you know the MMR, and it wasn't very long after that, and he started showing autism. You know, those are stories, and while they may be valid, and they can help us lead us to certain 
thoughts and, and understanding and conclusions, she has put together a just a boatload of documents, uh, uh, abstracts, and clinical uh, clinical trials, and just I mean it's all like what the medical community says. If you're going to do this and you're going to prove your point, these are the things you have to do. That's what she's put together. So it's just marvelous what she's done and putting that stuff together. And we're going to have her on the show next week. I'm so excited about having her because you guys are in for a treat when you hear uh, what she has to say about this. And we're going to be talking about the proposed Zika vaccine. And so we've got some thoughts about that as well, as well as how to protect your children as they go get a vaccine. And so I talked to her about protocols. Uh, we've also approached the uh, National Vaccine Information Center with Barbara Lowe Fisher about uh, these these protocols because there's ways – I mean there's now 17 states that have come out and said we're getting rid of the exemptions with the exception of medical. So if you live in California, no more personal, no more religious exemption. It's just if you're going to send your kids to public school – Unless they've got a medical exemption, a written note from the doctor, you have to get them vaccinated. Well, parents don't like – I mean I don't blame them. They're taking away – and while there's this herd immunity, and I went through that in the anti-vaxxer segment uh, a few weeks ago, you can get your immune system and your child's immune system. And I just found a really great article, which I'll send out in my newsletter. That's why it's important. Go to immunitycrisis.info and get on my newsletter because I send out really great stuff that I found from some of the top people as well. And Dr. Thomas Levy, uh, MD, JD, no idea he has a degree in as a medical doctor, but he also got one in law. And so he's a speaker, and he writes books, and he's got some really great stuff out. And he wrote two years before I had come to the conclusion that there was a way to strengthen a child's immune system so that it could counter having any adverse reactions to vaccines. Because the only reason you're going to have a adverse reaction is why? Because the immune system is weak. So if you can strengthen the immune system – and again, I found this article from him. I will, if you're on my newsletter, I will send the link out so you can see what he wrote uh, even two years before I, I had even come to this conclusion. But it was exciting to find that conclusions that I've been reaching, the protocols I've been developing, uh, you know, have, have gone before me. Guys like Pauling and Klenner and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Saul and so many of these guys that were, are the greats, and uh, so anyway, Levy is one of those, and he has a great article on how to strengthen. He actually has written out a protocol as well for how to strengthen your child's immune system, and and even if something happens, there's an adverse reaction. What you can do to quickly stifle that adverse reaction so you don't end up with something really horrible. Uh, you know, it goes develops into uh, an autism or a um, you know convulsions or any of that kind of stuff uh, or or even death because there's kids that die from these vaccines as well. So Dr. Sherry Tempany and I are going to be talking about more of that and her ideas about it and what she's seen, how she went from an MD supporting vaccines to this position that they're very dangerous. So 
uh, make sure and again tell everyone uh, follow me on on Facebook and Twitter so you can uh, so you make sure everybody knows to get on this because it's going to be a it's going to be a great show and you're going to learn so much about vaccines uh, I'm going to learn so much about vaccines from her so anyway the other things we have on there are on that page is you can get my books I've written three books and my latest immunity crisis uh, in America is on there. You can get that um, book, and get, we give you two bonus books, The Human Viral Infections and Nine Things You Can Do to Smack Them Down, as well as The West Nile Virus and Four Overlooked Treatments. Now, those four overlooked treatments are the same treatments that you can do for Zika. So I talk in there about Sambacol. I talk in there about organic coconut oil. I talk about obviously about vitamin C and vitamin C IVs. And um, Dr. Levy is big on liposomal C, which is very effective uh, way of getting a lot more vitamin C into your system. And so, and then colloidal silver. Uh, even MRSA, colloidal silver works and helps MRSA keep off, stave off the infections once you get a wound. Stop getting worse and, and you're ready for it to start healing so anyway immunitycrisis.info and want to make sure that you tell your friends if you can paste post this out on facebook and let those people that are that you're are in your circle we need to get this word out you're again every time i hear someone gets sick it's uh it's amazing that again we're in the 21st century i one of my slogans is the future is now we're not in the 16th or 17th or 18th century. It's the 21st century, and the protocols of nutrition, vitamin C, vitamin D3, A, E, K, K1, 2, and 3, all of these different nutrients, they all, are, are, they all work together. And so you really need to understand what that is. Again, get on my newsletter. Tell your friends they do not have to get sick. And that's going to be strange that people hear that. So anyway, we, want you to, we need you to help get the word out so more people hear about this so we can take back our health care and our health care system. So I appreciate you being here today. Again, thanks. I hope this was informative. Get probiotics. Quit taking antibiotics at every turn and be healthy. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for listening to The Health Cure Show. Be sure to join Nicholas St. John again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Learning to stay healthy this week and every week because the future is now. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 